Today's episode of The Five Takes is brought to you by Sherwood Chiropractic. True, Atlanta United fans never miss a home game, and after hours of revelry in the gulch and the supporters section, we have all hobbled home, hoarse and sore from head to toe. And there's only one place that you should trust to get you back into shape for another day with the five stripes, and that is Sherwood Chiropractic Center. They are conveniently located just minutes from I-85 and 285 and the Decatur Marta Station. And personally, I've been going there for about three or four years, and the doctors have taken excellent care of me. They have convenient hours throughout the week, including hours on Saturday. So give Mindy a call at the office to get yourself scheduled. You can reach them at 404-321-0082. Also, you can get them on the web at SherwoodChiropracticCenter.com. That is S-H-E-R. W-O-O-D, chiropracticcenter.com. In the cleanest and most organized house I think I've ever been in in my life on the outskirts of Huntsville, Alabama, it is the Five Takes Podcast. I am joined, as always, by my friend in stripes, Kristen Clark. Kristen, how you doing? What's up? What's up? Oh and my God, she's coming in are, clear as, as a bell. Knows, as everyone knows, the incomparable Glenn Pison, everyone. I'm, now that we can actually hear intro. your voice, I'm just going to let you just fly solo on this and just let everybody listen to you for the full 25. Go ahead. Oh God. You got it. Oh God, don't do that to me. I have. I, uh, now I'm nervous. <laughs> now I'm worried. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me, how no. are things? Because uh, I'm in Huntsville right now, so I'm an hour behind you guys. Uh, what does the future look like? Is is everybody have coronavirus at this point, or, or how are we doing? What's coming my way? I want to know what to expect in the next hour. Well... Well, the great thing is, I can tell you this, the future is not yellow and blue. The future is black and red. Thank you so much. That's all I have to say. <laughs> <laughs> the future is striped. So I'm in Huntsville it's, it's, right it's, now um, because uh, girlfriend's parents live, live down this way, and it's really an, only an hour and a half drive from Nashville, so we essentially have a, a free B&B. Excellent. It's always good to commute when you have a uh, when you have the system in place. And, and this house is immaculate. I've never been in, in a home that's just everything has its place. Everything is organized. Like there's not one. If, if there's a a dust bunny somewhere, I, I full on expect emergency like klaxons to go off and and, and everything immediately gets clean. This is just it's 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 a beautiful home. I feel, and I, I'm making it a mess with all my podcast equipment well, Glenn, just I'm spread sh- out I, everywhere. Yes. Well, I'm sure I'm sure that um, everyone out there would appreciate the second podcast that you do, which is how to keep your Airbnb clean. But why don't we jump to the fun <laughs> things that happened last night and or, our first win or, of or, the season. <laughs> there, was, there was a bunch of other things that happened yesterday, too. Can we talk about, can we, can we just have spare a moment, spare a thought for Watford? You oh, beautiful, geez. beautiful party spoilers. Oh, my God. That, my reds. My poor reds. I, mean, I, I have never seen. I have. Okay. I, that's, I'm, let, me, let me retract that. I have not seen Liverpool perform like that in nearly two years. 
two years, even yeah. when they were in the title race against Man City. I uh, never. That was just everybody. No, nobody came out to play. I don't know what they thought was going to happen. You're going to oh, win no. the league. You're going to win the league. You're going to win the league, but you didn't win today. But we're going to lose to Watford. <laughs> yeah, that was a, I, I mean, okay. I, I don't think anybody picked Watford to take down Liverpool, much less clean sheet them, much, much less 3-0. No, no, no. No, no, no. I I fully expected that the 19th win uh, yesterday uh, was going to be against Watford. There's, they're, they're bottom of the table, practically. I mean, it's it just... I, I think you know, they're but they got tied fight. for for just at the the outskirts of, of relegation based on goal differential now. But that that was massive for them because they've got a hard road coming up in the next few games. There's there's no off time for them, um, right. and to get the three against Liverpool, they've got a realistic chance of of clawing their way out now. Uh, so so good for Watford, mm-hmm. and also Pretty Chelsea amazing. drawing, Colorado yep. winning against. Uh, DC, that was a surprise, and Montreal. Montreal's off to a heck of a good start. Um, There's across, Champions across League. all the platforms. Yeah. Yep. No. Yeah, some some great some great uh, football. Well, we last, could we could weekend. we could go good on stuff. and on about this. There's there's so many things to talk about, but truly, I only have time for about five today. Five? Gosh. Yeah, just five today. Seems like such a just just five. Wow. Yeah. It's almost like it's almost like we named our podcast after the amount of thoughts we have almost like that almost all right let's jump into it let's take number one uh so i was at the game uh i was not at the game (laughs) i'm loving having another opponent close by i can't wait until charlotte starts up that's just another three-hour drive but that's right I, I expect us to have the same kind of presence in charlotte that we had in nashville and i'm telling you Yep. We surrounded them everywhere. Went. It was just a sea of red, black, and bold everywhere. I mean, we, we marched around downtown a little bit. We just toured around Nashville a bit. You couldn't go anywhere yep. without... This wasn't like, oh, oh, there's somebody in a five-stripe kit. I, I feel safe. It, it was everywhere. You got tired of doing the the little nod to people. You, you would right. just get whiplash so We are united. We are day. here. That's right. And I can tell you from watching it on TV and hearing and, and having a very good sound system in my living room the the five the five stripe presence was was loud it was it was so it was so present and you know when when, when they're doing the anthem and you hear everyone yell unite i mean it was it, it was like we were in our own stadium it was so loud uh, you know, it, not everybody, even at, at the Benz, knows to do that during the anthem, and it was so loud. And it's, it, you know, you could hear, you could hear us doing, you know, Atlanta. Oh uh, yeah, the call and reply. You could actually hear it clearly. It was, it was so awesome. I was hearing vamos, you know, vamos Atlanta, from from the stands, you know, from the upper upper bands. Oh, that's awesome. See, we were way at the top. So it was hard to. That's where it was coming from. It was hard to tell for us if if you if we could be heard, but like all the shouts just raining down, obviously came. Oh through. no! Acoustically, acoustically, they must have had the mics in the in the proper places because you guys were loud. I mean, you know, I give it to Nashville. They're still trying to get their, you know, collective supporters chants under, you know, you know, under themselves. But it it was it was great. 
Yeah. It's super fun. I can't wait. I'm gonna. I'm definitely gonna travel one of these days to to one of those games. I'm I'm looking forward to it. I mean, and, and good for Nashville. Ultimately, it, it's good for the league. What, I I don't Absolutely. have the exact numbers. To me, it felt like a fifty fifty split just in terms of mm-hmm. the presence and the noise. But ultimately, you know, fifty nine thousand people showing up to a an expansion sides opening match. That's great. It, it's good for the league. Um, it was a it, record for Nashville. It was a record setting record setting night for soccer. Yeah, it's good for Nashville. And like you said, they're still figuring things out. But I think they've got some right. cool potential match day traditions coming up that I, I hope right. they, they continue with, with the music theme and the, the gold record right. and their, their anthem that they've got going that's kind of mm-hmm. Liverpool-ish yeah. with You'll Never Walk Alone. Um, I, I, hope, I hope I wish them continued success, just not against us. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's like, yeah, you guys can do as well as you like. Just when we play you, you know, sorry, we're just going to have to kick your butt. It's, so basically what we're doing here or what we'll have done by next Saturday is win back-to-back home openers. Oh, my God. I hope so. <laughs> it's going to be so great. We're going to have three I'm home stadiums by 2021. I'm confident. It's going to be great. Or maybe four if you ca- count the fraction up in Kennesaw. Which I'm very excited about when we play Club America. But anyhow, uh, moving on to take number two. Um, we're still really good at yeah. winning the ball back immediately upon losing it. And that's what I'm most excited about this season. Of all the things to be excited about, uh, our work defensively and um, when, when we do give up possession, staying on it, pressing in their third, and, and eight out of ten mm-hmm. times, we're getting it back. That's right. That's right. We're seeing a lot of energy. There's a lot of um, a lot of tracking back, but but staying staying on the ball, um, not just not just letting it go, not letting the people come to us, but really staying aggressive and really trying to to win that ball back in the middle of the field. It's it's really encouraging. And, you know, something that they said and that I totally agree with is that for us to really be successful this year defensively is we have to have our attacking players defensive players as well and I saw a lot of Barco doing that um, Pitty was was all over the midfield and they're just yeah Pitti is a, a totally to, totally to make good player. passes and yes I agree I don't know I, I don't know maybe he got some R&R or, or had some or found some Zen but he's uh, he, he's certainly finding himself a lot a lot more um, confident um, just so far in the first couple of games, uh, it's looking really great. Everybody just appears more more confident. Like, w- if we do lose the ball, there's there's no panic. I mean, uh, from my yeah. perspective, I'm I'm not panicking. I'm looking at it, going, okay, everything's fine because we're gonna recover. I mean, right. look, the the one goal that they got was off a set piece, and that's kind of how I thought it would go. I right. thought we would do three one. Right. And I thought and if they get something. a goal, it'd come off something like that. Right. And let me say something, because, again, remember, I was the one at home, so I'm the one that's got the replay, and I'm the one that's got that close-up view of it. To me, and, you know, I don't know everything about everything when it comes to the rules, but Zimmer got it, and it looked to me like that almost could have been a foul, because the way he came over the top of him to get to that header, and he, he, he literally just jumps over. Joseph. Joseph up for the ball at the same time, but he comes over his back to get the header down and then toe pokes it in. So other days of the week, that might have been called a foul and that might have been called back. I was half waiting for them to, to take a look at it and maybe maybe that would be mentioned, but but it wasn't. 
Well, they didn't even they didn't even question it. But there were a couple uh, questionable I fouls, know. and I didn't even put it as a oh. take. But if you wanna if you wanna talk dog so real quick, we can talk dog so real quick. Oh my god, I don't know. Everyone was baffled. I don't understand how that's not a red card. I, I, I made the comment this morning that maybe the only reason that they didn't give it to him is because we were in, what, the 93rd minute? You know, it's the first game of the season. They're like, oh, well, we're not going to put up. season. It's like, well, um, those are still the rules, and he still broke them. So it should have yeah. been red. Any, no. day of the other, any other time of the season, that's a red card. I don't know how VAR looked at it and that they didn't tell him. I mean, just a yellow? Are you insane? Yeah. I, I, I don't... It makes just a no deliberate sense. handball in the middle of the field. It makes no sense to me only because, for me, because the yellow card was given. Mm-hmm. You would never, ever That's give right. a yellow card for a simple handball in the middle right. of the pitch. It's not a yellow. And it's it, a foul. It's and a foul, it a, and, you, and get it, a, you get a free kick. So what's the yellow card for? But it was also a deliberate... It was a deliberate stop right. of a goal scoring opportunity because he had he not put right. his hands up Barco's ball would have gone over the top of him and possibly into the goal so that is a red card it's right a denial you, of a goal scoring opportunity via a foul a handball yeah a red I card. 100% agree with you the, so. the, the acronym is denial of a goal scoring opportunity it's just the opportunity I get that there needs right. to be you need to be pretty confident that it's going towards goal and that it is going to be an opportunity, but it doesn't sure. mean like it has to be going in like it was obviously going in. It's an, right. opportunity, it's an opportunity for it to go in. Right. And we don't know the trajectory of that ball and where it was going because no. he he committed a handball. So right. it's the, either the, 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 a red the denial. card or it's not. It's not a yellow. There's there's right. no reason for a yellow there. You don't give a soft like, oh, well... It was kind of in between. No, it is or it isn't. That's right. That one that one should be no gray area. And and even with VAR, they should have been like, uh, yeah, you don't even need to look at that. That's a red. He puts his hands up like he's playing volleyball, like he's trying to block a ball coming over the net. Yeah, he knows what he knows what he's doing. Obvious. It was unbelievable. It was so it was so blatant. If if he hadn't given a card at all and, and then I wouldn't have an issue with him. I mean, for me it is dog so but I wouldn't I wouldn't have yeah. the issue with it it's just it seems like he was caught between yeah. two decisions the ref you know so <laughs> yeah I don't know give the red or or just say no it wasn't yeah the yellow makes I, no, no sense that's, that's true the yellow the yellow is is the part that he's like oh so I kind of believe you broke the rules yeah it's so like, i'm just gonna well, give a yellow but i like, don't want to send him off like yeah was it a benefit of the doubt situation it's like no that doesn't exist that's no. not how the rules are stated that's not how it's written the, you either follow it or you don't the same type of thing happens it drives me crazy like when exact same fouls are committed in different areas of the pitch like if a foul is committed in the box Right. It would have been a foul, like anywhere else anywhere in the pitch, else. But, but not yeah. enough to warrant a penalty. Like a foul's a foul. Well, red yeah, card situation it, is a red card situation. It doesn't matter the time of the game. It doesn't matter the opponent, the situation. Like it just is or it isn't. Like you said, there's no gray area like, on this one. And he went gray. Right. No. He went gray with the yellow. It was a very gray yellow. yellow. <laughs> it was a grayish yellow. Um, yeah, it's like, are you going to be lenient for the rest of the season when someone commits a handball, what, in the box? 
are you going to give them the same amount of leeway? Can we just walk in there and just start, you know, handling the ball? And before you know it, we're, we're American football. I don't know. Anyway, all right. Well, back to the on. back to the six takes on on the five stripes. Uh, That's right. So <laughs> let so we're talking about we're talking about take number three. We're talking about there's periods where we were too slow on the movement of the ball, and this is sort of in the beginning of the game. You know, first twenty minutes. You know, we're sort of still getting you know get getting our get up and go uh, at the beginning of the game. You know, our passes aren't aren't quick enough. They're clean and they're crisp because I'm noticing that we're doing some very good passing, but we've got to kind of get on the ball a little faster. Yeah, that's what we saw in Motagua. You know? It was just it it was it was rapid fire pretty much for for 90 minutes. So I mean, ironic. Granted, we had big injuries uh, with with Escobar and then and then Joseph big in the bad. second half. But even before that, uh, it it just didn't have the same uh, kind of intensity and speed that we saw. Uh, previously uh, yeah and i think that they noticed that i think they could sense that and i think i even saw if, uh, you know frank DeBoer get up and and just kind of kind of urge everybody a little bit a little bit forward because i yeah. think that they were starting to feel that and they were like okay well they're getting some you know these guys are kind of getting into under our skin a little bit so now we need to step it up and then once once they did i think there was a good momentum shift even with their goal and you know, and then us getting it back. I, I do think that once we got the get up and go, we controlled most of the game. I mean, I think we had what sixty sixty five percent possession. Yeah, it so was in the sixties uh, for the for the whole of the match, which is which is great. Um, I mean, it, we both wanted to be faster. Ultimately, we we were able to just kind of see it out. Um, uh, hopefully it becomes just kind of a consistent theme with us the the speed yeah there's going to be little dips um there's going to be your mm -hmm. watfords that are going to come along and um and surprise you um but as long as that main we maintain like that that thread throughout the season of this is how we want to play quick passing right. one two touches um and, and most of the time beating uh and breaking down uh, opponents with our speed think we're going to be okay we just didn't see it as much on display last night i agree i agree but i i do think that they they stepped it up and um we played through, we played through latter, some big adversity yeah they, they stepped it up latter half of the first half yeah for sure and then lawrence white has to come in um get, on a four-day contract and he probably was not uh, expecting that but was needed hopefully escobar is okay and it was just more precautionary same thing for joseph joseph worries me he he doesn't go down lightly he doesn't come off the pitch for for any no. for any reason from, um right and anybody from who says that that was just gamesmanship him coming off that's a bad take joseph doesn't oh, do no. gamesmanship no and then you know they're talking about he's he's talking about one of the things that he this is joseph he's talking about one of the things he wants to do this year is quote unquote control his rage better <laughs> and everybody's laughing at that because it's not he's not an angry guy it's that he gets frustrated when he's not scoring because what joseph wants more than anything is to be on the pitch out there leading the scoring it's what he does it's what he's uh, the natural thing you know it's what he was born to do and so yeah he came out of the womb angry i need it's a big problem for him you know he's like no this is you know i need to come off and i could see 
uh, on TV, it looked like kind of like a hyperextension to me because he, he did have the defender come down on him a little bit. So then when he planted his when he planted his foot, it looked like the knee hyperextended a little bit. So hopefully it's just a maybe a strain. Maybe it's just a little bit sore. I've done that with my knee plenty of times. A couple of days, I'm okay. He's a finely tuned athlete. He might need some more time. I don't know. I mean, look, he came off a, he came off on a stretcher last season towards the end. And then a week later, he's on the zero gravity treadmill, posting Instagram that's right. posts. I know that's right. To the right. theme of Rocky. Yeah, the man, the man is is unbreakable. That's for sure. If there is a way for him to come back and come back quickly, he will do that. I, I think that's he's right. already uh, probably working on that. Uh, he's probably at hospital uh, today, getting things evaluated. Last I heard is he was in an air cast and on crutches and tried to. Yep walk to the bus but they had to bring a cart uh for him um but he's a smart guy too and he knows that maybe maybe taking those steps on the crutches just wasn't worth it you know like just rest it up just get on the cart right and and get back and get the mri get the x-ray and then start getting therapy on it you know what what good does it do you to put any pressure on it right now Um, exactly exactly he's a smart man he's been down this rehab road a few times Mm -hmm. um I think he's going to be okay, but it could potentially yep. be a big loss for us coming up with uh, Club America uh, in a couple weeks. Yeah, time. and and you know with the home opener even next weekend, you know it's it's really um, you know everybody wants to be there the first game, you know that's uh, in at least at the Benz, you know, and everybody wants to be there collectively, and everybody wants to see us do well. And one of the things that 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 makes you feel good is when you score. And what does Joseph do? He scores. So you know it's. Yeah, I mean, we we've kind of jumped up into That's into kind take five, kind which of is of it. it's 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 a which is it, it's tough. The whole thing about it is we're just plagued with injuries. Everybody's going to come back. I'm confident that everybody's going to come back. It's tough at the beginning of the season because everybody's so excited. Everybody really wants to to get back into it and jump right into the winning, you know. So so last night was great that we were able to get that win. But I I do hope that. You know, people like Robinson and Escobar, you know, we need these staples on our back line. We need some we need some consistency back there just to make everybody feel good that like, hey, we'll worry about the scoring. But we need to have that that strong back line. Yeah, we're, we're missing. We're missing miles. I mean, like I said, I, I still I still think defensively we're, we're pretty solid. Full credit to the front office for making some tough, bold decisions uh, this silly season. Um yeah. getting rid of a whole slew of, of fan favorites. Um, and I'm, I'm sure they took a lot of incoming fire for that. But um, mm-hmm. you can't argue with it. Yep. It's it's every decision they make is, nope. is a pretty good decision. Um, thank God we have depth pieces um, and we're not just yep. reliant on one to two players. We do have uh, people in the wings that can step up to fill roles when big names are have to go out due to an injury, illness, or um, a, a commitment at the national level to the national team. We have people who can step in and are willing to step up and uh, put in the work. That's right. That's right. You know, and and like like you mentioned, like Wyke who signed yesterday morning yeah, four for day a contract. four day contract. Yep. That's right. Um, and he did all right. You know, he came in second half. I mean, he uh, you could see just a smidge of uh, lack of experience there. There were a couple times where it was oh, like, come course. on, bro, you can't you got to close him down. You yeah, can't just course. let him come in. You can't but, just let him come in like that. But um, but he stepped up. He did his. J- ultimately, he did 
did no harm. Was of any major errors? No, no harm, right. no foul. He didn't. Right. He didn't. There was no glaring errors. He, he didn't have a flashy performance, right. but he just he just did the job that he was signed up to do. And um, that's right. A, a good performance from him. He'll probably be called on uh, later uh, later in the season. Or I'm I'm not entirely sure how the four day contract thing works. How many times you can do that um, before you yeah, need I don't to know. just kind of sign him to a a longer deal. Um, we're just going to have to wait a couple days to see what the result is of, uh, of Escobar and, and, right. and other injuries. I was going to, I was going to be a real asshole just a second ago. You're going to say, I don't know how the four day contract works. Like, well, Glenn, yesterday was day one, three more <laughs> days, three more days. And the contract expires. That's how four day contracts work. I believe he was actually signed on Friday. Or maybe even a day prior to that for for the trading, I think. Um, I I just wish that anyway, we could get so the only so the only thing. I, I wish we could get PB and J together for more than like two three games at a time because yeah. that when when they're all three of them are healthy, I don't think you have a more threatening uh, attacking. Uh, presence up front in the in this in oh, this league, sure. they're they're deadly all three sure. of them, and they and they feel it. You could see that with Nashville. You know, they obviously have done their homework. They've done their research on our players, and and they were swarming. There was a couple times I again I saw Barco knocked off the ball because the poor guy's like five two, but you know I saw him get just simply get swarmed to get knocked off the ball because they know they have to. And this was later, obviously, after Barco's um, very gorgeous on-the-ground goal. Oh, yeah, it was pretty. Uh, a good job of eliminating those pass, those through balls to Joseph, and um, and they were flooding Barco. But you know, I think Pity actually had quite a bit of room for quite a while. It was kind of surprising. I was like, you guys do know that that's our number 10, right? Like, you might want to try to close him down a little bit more. We had so much room in the midfield. Well, thank God for depth pieces. Um, even with the two major losses, we were able to have a professional seeing out of the match and finally, after four years, get a right. league-opening win. The curse is broken. I, I, I was so happy about that. I mean, I fully, <laughs> I fully expected us to win, our, win the match yesterday, you know, the first match against a, a brand-new team. We'd already had a couple of games, even though they had a pretty decent... Um, preseason as well i i i want to say i just had enough confidence in our boys that i really fully expected us to win that game i thought it well i I fully expected us to win against cincinnati last year um it didn't happen so you know good thing that it did this year that's right so and before but before we wrap up, we got to go back to number our, our fourth take. Cause yeah, we skipped given over. It. I'm all the over the place today. It's the time zone. No, no, it's no. Got me messed up. Oh, you blame it on the time zone, <laughs> right? Anyway, uh, so gotta give. How about Heinemann? Um, wow. It, I didn't know he had that in him. Beautiful volley. I mean, just to the chest, to the full volley, and right. I mean, and. He didn't bend it either. He didn't bring the ball back across the goal. He went in, you know, he he had like a, a maybe a one to two foot space to get that ball past the keeper into that upper corner. And it was gorgeous. It was beautiful. 
Yeah, it wasn't even so much of his volley. He just kind of he chested it down, and then it was just a, a rocket into the back of the net. Um, we may not notice the absence of Nagby as much if he's going to keep playing like that. Yeah. That's right. That's right. He's not a like-for-like like swap. Everybody knows that. You know, he's not the same type of player. But if he's going to come in and be that presence, I feel like that's a word we use a lot, but if he's going to be that presence and if he can score like that, if he's if he can even threaten to make those kinds of, um, you know, shots on goal, you know, that's that's great. That's huge. That's another weapon. That's another person that we that the other teams have to have to watch out for that. They have to cover. He's not just a you know, he's not just a passer. You know, this guy can shoot and yeah. score. Yeah, it's great technical ability from him. And I know Nashville's guard was kind of down. And I, I get if if you're on, on the side of Nashville, if you're a supporter, feeling a bit aggrieved uh, because the offside flag went up. But you do not play to the flag. You play to the whistle. And That's he right. wasn't, there was no offside. That's right. VIR had a look. There was right. no offside. That's right. I, I, I get it, but... I mean, how many times, and we we were guilty of it too, where you're just you're looking right. you're looking at the ref, you're looking for the foul, you're waiting for the whistle, you play to the whistle. That's right. Ultimately, there's nothing the ref can do there. Um, the, no, what, what, he, it's his do? determination. He makes the call right. on the field. He can look that's at right. that offside flag and say, "No, nope. that's not," and I'm going to let play continue. And so that's it's right. really the AR's fault. Like you. you you got to keep your flag down if it's but even then, that close. But even then, I'm going to defend the ref. I'm going to defend the ref on this one because the ref, uh, they're allowed to be wrong. But that's why you have the call of the main referee on the field. He, he didn't blow the whistle because he was able to at least determine in whatever capacity. That's right. And the AR is not calling them. Saw match. that the ball came off a defender. Right. The, right. That he that's exactly it. The, the the AR is not the one calling the match. And and that was you know, the AR is not going to be the one that goes and, and looks at the monitor. He's not going to be the one that looks at any replay. So, you know, the the we have to they don't get it right all the time. We know that. We know they're not always going to get it right. But they got it right last night. The the he, the main referee said no, there was no offside because it came off of a defender and therefore was the ball was still in play. And here's the other thing about that. When the ball was played back in to Heinemann, they had plenty of opportunities to stop, to, to continue to defend that shot. I realized that they had stopped, but that's, you, you have to look at the sequence of events. They saw the flag, so they stopped. They Which didn't they shouldn't have done. You shouldn't have stopped play. You, you play to the whistle. And they, a little bit aggrieved, but play to the whistle and that's this is something that i i heard and that i totally agree with in in the age of var play play all the way to the end if there's an offsides it's gonna get called back yeah that's if it the goes way. in the net you they'll have take a to look play that's right you have to play until the whistle or the play is dead you have to keep going so that's on them it's a learning experience for them but for us it was a beautiful goal we did not stop because we didn't hear the whistle so we were the ones that you know came out the the better on that. And <laughs> most of the time, as the attacking at us, side, we, we played. 
you're not right. you're not going to stop as the attacking side. Like you're not and looking at that flag, and most of the time, even if it does go up, you're going to keep playing. Like I, I get it. I feel for Nashville a, a little bit, right? But you know, um, I don't. <laughs> I don't. I don't. It's the rules of the game, and that's the way it goes. So, sorry. Wow. No. No love. No yeah. love from Kristen on this. We've one. had enough offside calls. No, not not on that call. Sorry. <laughs> nope. Not gonna, hashtag sorry, not sorry. Not 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 gonna feel for you on that one. You're gonna you're not gonna get any sympathy from me. All right. Okay. <laughs> I'm not gonna sugarcoat it either. Evidently. Burr, it's cold in here, man. <laughs> hey, Chill, I got nothing chilly. against the team. I got nothing against the team at all. How could I possibly? We haven't had enough time to develop a rivalry yet. No, but... I don't. I don't expect this to be a rivalry like like what we yeah. have with Orlando or potentially what yeah. we'll have with with Charlotte. Um, right. Especially there because no... they're they're still in the Western Conference and will be for two more years here before uh, Austin right. starts. Um, you know, before Charlotte starts, before things get. Um, uh, moved around a little bit. They they should be uh, an Eastern Conference uh, right. opponent, and eventually they will be. And I yeah, and I, I I have. It's not that I have anything against Nashville. I want to reiterate that nothing against them whatsoever. No, they'll I, be a good club. I, was, I I yeah. I let you know in the middle of that game. I said, you know what? They came to play. Good for them. Good for yeah. them. And they've got you know, good supporters culture one, there. We had we had a. We had two goals that went our way. They got a great goal. And I think it was so perfect that Zimmerman got that goal, having only signed to them two weeks ago. Good for him. Good get for uh, for Nashville. That, what is it, $1 million, $1.25 million Yeah. Money well spent. So. Absolutely. You know, got a, and, and he's, a, he's a homegrown guy. He's from, he's from Atlanta originally, you know. Love it. Is Walker Zimmerman from Atlanta? Uh-huh. Did you see him? Oh, you probably didn't. But him and uh, Khan were having a a long convo at the end of the uh, at the end of the game because they probably played together in some form i don't know i'd have to look that up no they all just we were we were so high up everybody just looked like ants it was really hard to read the numbers and, and figure out who was who running up and down the pitch oh well i i just i just figured out a way to uh make a million dollars glenn and so we can retire ant football okay that's a joke come on it's funny Okay, it's a bad joke, but it's still funny. You're laughing. I can see you. Is this distracting when I do this? Okay. <laughs> All right. The bad anyway. Pun, the bad pun of this episode is brought to you by Kristen. That's usually my job. Stop biting. That's right. I'm sorry. Stay in your lane. Yes, sir. All right. I think that's all I've got. You got anything else? You got any other puns I, you want to throw in? No. I. I mean, <laughs> did you just say a pun you wanted to throw in? Is that a soccer pun? So that's it for us this week. We will be back uh, next <laughs> Saturday for the uh, for the home opener uh, against Cincinnati. Hopefully, we keep the the win streak going, and hopefully, we get some good news uh, about Escobar and Joseph. All right, everybody, see you next week. <laughs> <laughs>